When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, 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 Lori and Julia show, my talk about ourselves on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. All our bags are packed. We're ready to go. We're standing here outside our door. Oh boy. The fun begins. Right, Julia? It's well. At least we got our schedule for fun. Um, you know what? It's um, it's. I'm looking forward to going in the bubble. I will. I will say that because I've gotten all worked up about the news. So I need. It's time to go back in the bubble. Yeah. If people are wondering why I'm going on vacation all the time, it's because of my need to get in a bubble. Yeah, and you're very to, good at it. I'm very good at it. And it's my one way of achieving some zen. But um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I, I know that you like me. I know between the two of us, we have more luggage than Donnie, Bradley, Holly, That's Ryan. It. That's it. The other ones will bring luggage. Don will bring luggage. Steve will bring luggage. Don, we know, will. Don will bring yeah. luggage. But we'll have Alexis. more. We have more than all you of guys course. combined. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I was thinking, what if we need to be in character? Oh, for God's sake. You know, Sorry. Oh, like, all right, now okay, stress so, that out on us. Why don't you try one of your characters out for us? So if you're just joining us, you know, the big show is this Friday night at Mystic I'm just Lake. Saying, I mean, you know, you don't know that you might not uh, develop with the help of these dream team of comedy people at Julia Alter Ego. And then we need to put a, you know, a look together. And that's where I'm going to be your stylist. Because if your look, like, that's half the think, battle. I think it would have been more fun if you jokes. were doing this. Huh? I, oh no! <laughs> Sorry, no, no. the look in your face. Yeah. No, it would have been more fun if you're doing it because it wouldn't. No, the only way it would have been fun if I was doing it is then I would get out there, I would freeze, bomb right away with the first bad well, you joke, got it over. and then you'd have to come run out and scold me, and then just take over. I don't know, Lori. I feel like you could do it. I, I'm. I'm not Ooh, feeling it today. It? I am. Huh? Is she trying to get out of it? Well, yeah, I'm so What's relieved I'm not doing it. I'm so proud of you for <laughs> taking one for the team. <laughs> wow. What a bunch of bull that is. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but I mean, that is why Julia and I have always been a good partnership in business at Carlson Companies. We have different strengths. We do. And you know that I'm a freezer. But I don't feel like you are, I feel like you saw a lot quicker than you used to. Well, maybe I do, Julia, but when, the, when the lights, the lights, I'm <laughs> so stressed out. I am so, I'm helping. just like, no. I am so stressed out. But Julia, this is, I mean, you don't know that we, they might not, like you might do like 
this character or it could be whatever it's going to be. You're going to be so comfortable doing it. You go off on tangents all the time. Yeah, you do too, Lori. Yeah, I know. Yours are longer <laughs> and louder well, and more often. Yeah, and you couldn't do it. Yeah. So, well, mm-hmm. again, the footlights. Yeah. The lights. <laughs> well, I, I reached into the box of Zen. Yeah. And I uh, got some little sayings today. And this sits right on our little uh, desk that yeah, we share. Yeah, what, what did it say to calm us down? Because we are looking forward to living at Mystic for oh, four days. I'm thrilled. I yeah. have some cashola. Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to play the slots. I couldn't find my um, Mystic Lake card, though. They'll give you a new yeah, one. Yeah, I know it. Okay, life delights in life. William Blake. In there? bed. Add in bed. No. Yeah, that's and what you got to do. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, every artist was first an amateur. In bed. In See bed. how that works? Mm-hmm. At, like with poetry and Chinese um, fortune teller. Cookies. Cookies, yes. Okay, here's Lily Tomlin. Oh, this will be good. The road to success is always under construction. In bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. Okay. You know, and I read this a lot, and it's something about risk-taking, and it's people who take risks have greater joys. Yeah. And that is a true statement, and I've I've read a lot about that lately, because I'm wondering... forced risk? When um, people well, are forcing you to to do your risky uh, let's business. Let's see. Okay. Well, here maybe you. This is from anonymous. You cannot. You cannot always have happiness, Laurie. In bed. But you can always give happiness. In, In bed. bed. All right. See how that works. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it just works. It's perfect. All right. Uh-huh. Oh, for crying out loud! All are right. E. Do- e. Cummings. Okay. Oh, okay. I love him. The eyes of my eyes are opened. In bed. See? For God's sakes, for crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, really, remember how long it took you to, like, have your eyes open in, you know, having sex? Like, I mean, I just oh, squeezed them tight for oh, the longest time. I still don't open them kissing, ever. No, no, oh, that's no, too ever. weird. No, that's too I, weird. That's really funny that you say that. Like, <laughs> no, it was because, like, ah! No, there, yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. They, yeah. <laughs> you grow well, into that one. Well, we'll, we'll see if we can... Um, I'll bring these little Zen notes yeah, with us. I'm going to bring the everybody. Zen container and see if maybe I'll pass them out for everybody. Yeah, and see how that works. All right, oh my listen, gosh! When we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. We heard about this woman's story. She was part of the Ronan Farrow the expose about Les Moonves, and she was the TV and movie actress whose career was rock blocked by Les Moonves. We had her on three years ago for her book, I Blame Dennis Hopper, her memoir. She did not have this story in it because she wasn't allowed to talk, to talk about, about it because there was like a payout and an implied thing. So, But now it's out there and she was on The View sharing her story for the first time. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks to everybody who bought tickets for the comedy show, which is happening Friday night, even though everyone is going, wah, wah, wah. It is, it is going to be fun. I know it will be at the oh. end of it, but it's just... Oh. Nerve-wracking beyond belief. Yeah, nerve-wracking Lori beyond belief. tried to watch Who's... Uh, the TV show from the fifties. Yeah, we don't we don't have time to go into any of time. the pathetic research that we've attempted to do because <laughs> it was really yeah was. it was. But let's get to Ileana okay. Douglas right. because she has a Les Moonves story 
uh, uh, about what happened. And Ileana Douglas, she's in a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, Goodfellas. She was the girl in Cape Fear, Grace of My Heart, the biopic about the Burl Music Building, and a gazillion TV shows, Mm. Ugly Betty and Six Feet, I mean, everything. So here she is uh, about in 1996. Her career was red hot. She also was a longtime girlfriend of Marty Scorsese. Oh. Which is how she was in Goodfellas and Cape mm-hmm. Fear. She was, you know, with him for quite a while. 1996, you were working on a development deal at CBS. What yes. was your relationship with Les like at the at that time? Well, at the time, it was great. I had just come from New York. I was, uh, you know, done a bunch of movies, Goodfellas, Cape Fear, worked with Gus Van Zandt, and I just did a movie called Grace of My Heart, which was a huge success. And so I was courted by all the studios mm-hmm. to, to do it, what they did in those days, TV production deal. Mm-hmm. And I met with all the studios, but I decided on CBS because I had a very... You know, familial feeling growing up, we I watched CBS and Rhoda, Mary right. Tyler right. Moore, the Carol Burnett mm-hmm. show, which we're going to talk about, Maud, yeah. you know, the Jeffersons. We only watched CBS. And so I signed with them and I developed a script, which was about my early days working with uh, Peggy Siegel, a film publicist, right. workplace comedy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, mm-hmm. I know, didn't make it on the air <laughs> because of you know who. Uh, <laughs> And um, but anyway, we they they didn't go ahead with that pilot. But uh, Mr. Moonves called me. They really wanted me on uh, CBS. He kept telling me I was you know going to be such a big star. They suge- they had this show which was called Queens with Penelope Ann Miller and Judge Reinhold, mm-hmm. the two people I really admired. And so I did a chemistry read with Penelope, which was like through the roof. Right. I don't know if people know about TV, but no, you basically, you, even though you're under a deal, you audition for the show. There was about 30 people there that day. Les hugged me. It was through the roof. He's like, you guys, you're going to be the next Laverne and Shirley, you know, right. for an actress. That- yeah, that is like an amazing thing yeah. to hear, right? Yeah. So, okay, so let's play. And oh, uh, right after the, the chemistry read, right. and we're going to start the show, and everything is great, that's when I, I received a call saying he's a little concerned about your attitude because I was transitioning now from a writer-producer right. to simply being a co-star in the right. show. These are all the things that I was told, so right. I can only go by So what that. happened there? So then I, you know, I go to his office, and, you know, I'm from New England. You know, I have my little clipboard of my notes, and I all I wanted to do was just tell him what a team player I was going right. to be, to be in the show and how excited I was. And then? And they started asking me, I, you know, obviously it's like we put on the record, you know, we started asking me a lot of personal questions and I was stumbling and fumbling and not really knowing what to say. And then, you know, of course, led to him, you know, jumping on top of me and, you know, putting his tongue down my throat and mm, pinning God. me down on just the couch. Just like that, out of the blow, just jumps on top of you. Yeah, that's for, you know, the moments where, again, like, you, when it starts to happen to you, as many women say, mm-hmm. you just go on this autopilot. Yeah. I hadn't had, believe it or not, I mean, I'd heard about casting couch experiences, mm-hmm. but I hadn't come from that. I'd come from an artistic bubble of mm-hmm. doing low-budget independent films. And, you know, I respected him. as I thought of him as a father figure. I would have had no concern the fact that it was just he and I in the meeting, right. even though every mm-hmm. meeting previously, because I'd had a development deal, 
there had always been three, four people in the room. Right. But the purpose of the meeting was like, you and I should just get yeah. together and talk this out and make sure we don't have any issues. Right. And that was the frame of mind with which I entered the room. And believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, you know, the, the, the human mind and the human body doesn't want to go, oh my God, something horrible is happening to me right now. Mm -hmm. Instead, you deny, deny, deny. So, I mean, she's because yeah. she's had this story for a long time. And Ronan Farrell reported that, and she went on record that she was the actress that was paid $250,000 for her TV show not to happen at CBS mm -hmm. and to go away, that they would pay her the whole thing out, not a percentage. Right. You know, I mean, crazy. Then, yeah. So, here's the, what happened next. You were able to ultimately get out of that office. What happened from then on? Did you, what was going through your mind? Did you tell anybody what the, happened? So initially, so he, you know, once he sort of saw I wasn't participating, uh, he stopped and I just wanted to get, you know, out of the room again, just being on autopilot. Uh, he made me, you know, he said, we're going to keep this between you and me, right? We're not wow. going to tell anyone about this. And I really, you know, I was like, no, no, I'm going to tell anyone. I just wanted to get the heck out of there. Right. And what happened to me, which is why initially I believe I didn't tell anyone, is I got to my car. I was sitting in the parking lot of the CBS mm -hmm. and I broke down crying and my phone rang and it was my manager asking me how the meeting had gone. Yeah. And I said, why? And she said, because Les just called me. And I said, what did he say? And she said, he said, you guys had a lot of fun. Oh. oh God! And so I. In That's my, his idea of fun. Yeah. But but of a yours. few days later, you were replaced on the sitcom, um, and your deal with CBS was canceled. And you say that Les Moonves derailed your career at CBS, but it's been reported that you were let go due to poor performance during rehearsal. Oh. You're only there one day, though, right? I was there uh, for three days. Um, I think what he's referring. That? I think what he's referring to is my poor performance when we were alone together mm -hmm. in his office. I think mm -hmm. so. I think that's what he's referring right. to. Oh, boom, snap! Which, of course, that was exactly what it was. And um, then here's just the last cut from Ileana Douglas talking about when Les Moonves derailed uh, her big deal she had with CBS yes. like he did with Linda Bloodworth Tom Thompson from right. Designing Women. Yep. You know, so here we go. Maybe not. Oh, where is it? I don't know. Um maybe the, is that it, Donnie? Uh I thought no, there was I a thought there was one, one more. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was two. Anyway, uh, she was very that. she's a good very oh, and, the way she just told it, and we like that about her memoir too. I blame yes. Dennis Hopper because her parents saw Easy Rider, and they decided the family needed to like drop out of. They need to adopt the. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Turn on, tune in, drop out after watching that. So she kind of grew up in semi-poverty, even though she was the granddaughter of Melvin Douglas, the legendary star of being there and HUD. And oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if her, you ever they, fin- no. finished the whole book. but no. She... Um, yeah, her parents were very kind much embraced the easy rider. Yeah. And so they didn't, they moved around a lot. And it was, a, you know, and so she, they were very artsy and they didn't necessarily always have to go to school. They could spend a day in the field, kind of like how what River Phoenix, remember yes, their family? Yes, did the, that's what, how they grew they up. They kind of like Leonardo the, DiCaprio had some Maybe kind a little of bit. So yep. anyway, that's why her memoir is called I Blame Dennis Hopper. That's hysterical. And yep. she does have really great stories. And she did start and out just as a writer. seeing her today. Oh. oh, do you have it, Donnie? Okay. I think I figured okay. out the okay. Cool. okay. Here we go. He was mad because you rejected him? Well, the interesting thing is we're going to talk about carefully crafted legal statements yeah. by these powerful men. And we don't know. We can, we can guess. I mean, did I maybe look like I was traumatized mm-hmm. and not landing my jokes correctly on the show? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Did, you know, did his rise to power ha- happen so quickly that it was dangerous for me to be there? But all I know is that in all the years that I have worked, I've done 14 shows on ABC, 14. And I've been, I love this network, it's a great network. ABC, and you never had a performance issue. I've done 11 shows on mm-hmm. NBC. Uh, I've worked at Fox and Lifetime and Oxygen. And since this occurred, uh, I've only worked on CBS two times. One was a personal connection with James Woods. And the, uh, the show was Shark. Oh. And then the other time was CSI. So, so he kept her from being on the show, just like with Janet Jackson. Exactly. Um, wow. 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 But she was on everything, and I loved yes, her. Yes. I mean, and just hearing her. I hope Julie her. Chen was watching that today, right. and she just, you know, come on, Les. I mean, there's a mean side of her husband that she, I guess, doesn't know about. You're right about yeah, that. Yeah. We've got an exciting yes, local author, Amy Pendino. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Trending online this afternoon would be the Microsoft event. People using that hashtag uh, to discover the new happenings over at Microsoft. Not quite as hyped as the Apple event, but you know, there you go. Also trending online this afternoon would be it's Name Your Car Day. That is the wonderful made-up internet holiday that we're celebrating today. And also vanilla is trending right now. It's more expensive than silver. It, it The price increase has to do with vanilla bean theft, complex pollination, and the rise of the all-natural food movement. So one day, your plain ice cream may not be so cheap after all. Also, in the world of celebrity Timothy Chalamet and uh, Lily Rose Depp, they may or may not be a couple. They were spotted getting close in New York City over the weekend. And also, trending online this afternoon would be Chanel. Uh, Their uh, spring-summer 2019 show saw the runway turned into a beach, complete with white sands and blue skies and ocean and a lifeguard all happening in the middle of Paris. 
thinking to the beach. Sorry. Yes, and of course, one wears a tweed suit when you're on the beach, of right? Yes. That's what happened As at the Chanel, <laughs> Chanel yep. show. Okay. That's what's trending here at my talk. All right, here is your forecast. We do have a chance of showers, and then they become more likely in the overnight hours. 54 will be your low tonight. A chance of thunderstorms tomorrow with that one freaky warm day due to that uh, Pacific hurricane. No more details on that, but 77 will be the high tomorrow before it goes right back down into the 50s. 52 right now at my talk. Don't forget sometime during the show today, and I believe we'll do it next hour. Next hour, we'll play that sounder and give away our final pair of Project Down and Dirty, the comedy show tickets. Next hour. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And I've always been a go-getter. There's truth in every word I write. But still the growing pains, growing pains are keeping me up at night. for reading my book. That was so nice of you. And now I have to say I'm kind of distracted by the men on the wall. So I'm just going to look down. Look down down. and focus. So um, The Witness Street is a story of a woman who leaves the cities to rent some farmland um, on the Minnesota-Iowa border after 9-11. But when she gets to small town Crestview, she doesn't fit in. Um, Not only is she new, but she's a woman farmer and the locals don't give her the time of day. So when she hears that a neighbor wants to cut down a tree, she agrees to help even though she's heard the tree is cursed. The tree comes down, things start happening, and she has to find out what's going on before it's too late. I know it. I know it. Because I am now, anytime I've been, like, in since I've read this book, anytime yes. I've been anywhere country i look for a witness oh, tree, witness tree. <laughs> i look for a tree well, just in the middle of no, some you know that yes. looks majestic and yes. like it's seen a lot yeah well that's originally what it was used for back in the day um farmers would keep witness trees between their land so that when they were farming they wouldn't they would bleed over to some other guy's ah, property okay, okay. and you so still that's a, see them sometimes so that's a real that's a real, real thing. thing okay yeah but this witness tree as you both know mm-hmm. has witnessed something else yeah but i did see a witness tree um, I went to a friend's house on the Iowa border, and she showed me this tree. It had two identical halves, and they were really scary. And I said, well, why is this tree still standing? And she said, it's cursed. I'm like, yeah. whatever. What? Was that? So I made it up. Yeah. So that's what it started from? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, yeah. So you were a retired school teacher. Not yet. Oh, I you're have still 162 teaching? days left. <laughs> Hi, Rosemount Middle. <laughs> that's Seventh right grade, okay yeah. you're almost done i was thinking <laughs> oh, you were the, done amy is so, that is that is that the rumor that seventh and eighth grade are the hardest ages to teach is that true I or is that them. you do i'll okay. tell you i've taught both and seventh grade still has the innocence mm-hmm. and the energy and they want to please you and they want to do well mm-hmm. um i eighth love grade, them the i will miss them kick in more oh my stars yeah. in the spring yeah mm-hmm. yeah they smells do. like teen spirit yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love that amy so so the the story goes back and forth be, it does between these strong female characters oh. and and we go way back in time to the 20s mm-hmm. and then late 30s late 30s yep. sorry yep. so close okay. we read this a while ago yeah. uh, it was and, it was a while um, ago and um 
and it just goes back and forth. And I just kind of love the story, hearing it from both the women because they were so yes. different yes. and so wonderful. I mean, both of us, because I said, all right, I'll do you a favor and read it. And I'm like, Lori, you got to read this too. And she's like, I don't have time. We've got so many bucks. <laughs> and then I started printing it out. And then I, because I'd print out 50 pages at, at a time. time. Oh, and then I said, girl. and then I read it. Over yes. the weekend I came and I said, Lori, you have to read this. And she Thank took it. And she goes, well, I'll try. Yeah. She comes back on, mon- really on Monday. Yeah. No, she comes back and I'm going to give me the rest. <laughs> I mean, seriously. She goes, Julia, this is so good. Yeah. Give me the rest of it. The book is the witness tree. Yeah. I appreciate really, that. But it really much. is good. It really is a, a great you. story. I now, do like the historical back and forth as well. Um, my yeah. gram- grandma was from that time frame and uh, she had some things happen. I think a lot of the women in our backgrounds have had things happen that they haven't talked about Mm -hmm. and um that kind of bled through the the story as you both know i don't want to give too much away but um i love that back and forth yeah but you're i mean you're really a a great writer and the way you you draw the characters and everything it's very i mean just like you are in your speaking voice i guess is it is is. your writing voice it is it's yeah it is so who are the writers that influenced you like it when you were because to me i think to sit down to write a fictional novel just sounds like holy yeah. hell you know because you probably you're <laughs> seventh you know you i like am you, in seventh grade really, really on the no, inside you i still teach am seventh grade <laughs> we're and, in so, tenth. and all of that <laughs> yeah we are in 10th grade just so you know but yeah who influenced you like I have? love Lorna Landick. Okay, I do she's too. my we hero. Oh, yeah. she's you know, fantastic. She's making a movie out of Oh My Stars. She, she is? Yes. That's her. Ma- yes. That's when she lived in Hollywood. Is no, that no, that no, one? That or which one, book is no, that? No, this one takes place in the 40s, of course. Yeah. And it's about a woman who... Oh, I know the card, Lori. You know yeah, we read it. Oh, she's fantastic. So that's going to be a movie. Yes, they're working on that. There's an event coming up the end of October, I think, at the Illusion Theater. If I'm not mistaken, on the 25th. Um, I also love Ann Tyler, mm-hmm. um, Russell oh. Russo, um, oh my stars, Barbara Kingsolver. The one I just read was Delia Owens. Have you girls read that? Where mm-hmm. the Crawdads Sings? No, where we've heard about where, that. Where the oh what sings? Gosh. Where the Crawdads Sings. Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. Um, it takes place down in the South, and you know I like small towns. Yep. So this is completely opposite of Minnesota, so maybe it'll be a good winter read. But the young woman that has to struggle through that event that she is confronted with i mean it tears your heart out yeah oh i've heard gosh. about this book has been recommended yes. to us by other authors too so it must oh, be it powerful is. i just finished it now do, amy do you see the witness tree because i did think when i we were done with it and julie and i both really loved it it was so satisfying of a book Yay, but we was. always do think okay could this be a tv limited yes. series like an eight yes. episode thing yes it would be and we three should go and make sure they do it right well how do well, you go it, about I pitching that, that? I, I mean know. you're a first time author wise inc published yes this. they did a good it's job. not like you're you know some big pot no so how do you how would you even get go about doing that well i did just send a love letter to reese withers did oh, you good. really yeah. good for you okay, so, what did she say i'm just um well, she hasn't written back. No. She's probably thinking of the right yeah, thing to say. Right. <laughs> but I'll just, I'll keep after it. You know, I, well, I wrote to Michael Patrick King at HBO Sex in the City to get her nipples on his show. See? And it, it was that. I have your nipples. Yeah. I know, I'm not wearing them right I mean, now. you know, we made the whole world talk about nipples. So when they were looking for radio people, we were like, wow, we just made everybody talk about one subject, nipples. You know, I think I women mean, you need have to, to stand go, up yeah. and speak for themselves. And whatever they have to do, why not? Who else is going to do people it? People love to tell you why something won't work. Right. Okay, let's go work. back. Let's yeah, go but back I mean, one with, second. With even your book. So keep yes. going. So how do people buy your book? 
The best way is probably to go to um, amypendino.com. You can also go to IndieBound. There's lots of bookstores around the Chapter area. Chapter 2 books probably Chapter selling Chapter 2, you. she's yeah. great. Sue, yeah. of course, and Brian. I'm going to be there um, noon on Saturday, December 8th. There's a new bookstore opening up you girls are going to love. It's called Cream and Amber. Main Street in Hopkins. It's offering Minnesota crafted beer Ooh, and, and books. Oh, I like that. And books. Oh, I like. And that. I'm going there on the 14th of December. Okay. So, but if we go to amypendino.com and it's A M Y P E N D I N O. Mm-hmm. Donnie, can you post that on our website? A little link. A well, little we'll, link. We'll be posting the audio. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's right. and you it'll be a double replay yeah. on the book Ooh. on the book club <gasps> yes. page. Yes, of course. And so, um, you can get it, but it is just. This was one of the, it's just a lovely book. It's Thanks. a lovely, lovely book. And congratulations. Was it hard to self-publish? Is yeah. this self-published? It's a hybrid publish book. Um, Wise Inc. kind of helps you go through the steps, but I have control over everything. And Julia, you know me. I like having control. <laughs> and I like your cover. The you cover is beautiful. Of picking That's an artist out of Chicago. Okay. She did that Liz Forrester for me. Oh, she so, did. Yeah. And so do they help you edit it? Is that yes. kind of it? Yes. Okay, that's it. Yeah, but all the promo, promo and stuff, this is, is me. It's all you. It's yeah. all you. So on mm-hmm. your website, is that where you'll be putting where your book signings? Yes. Have you started that yeah. yet? Yes. And I've also done two book clubs. I'm super into that. I yeah. want that as my next career. I have 11 more. More book clubs. Wow. What, what's so. everybody asking you? What's the common thread? Um, Besides where did it come from? Idea, yeah. yep. Where did it come from? And will there be a sequel? Mm. And, yes, you we know, did talk about that. We did not develop Danny. I should say I didn't as much because first of all, I hate when you open a book and the women are described, the people are described down to their fingernails. Yes. You know, where's imagination anymore? Yeah. Secondly, I kind of had in my back pocket that she might have a little more left to do yeah. down there in Little Crestview, oh, Iowa. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, I hope it's so. so. I know. Yeah. I hope so, because there is more to do down there. Well, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are there very many women who farm? Did Not you, very in many. your research, I mean, did you do a little what uh, digging around? Yes, and, oh, yeah. tons. Uh, okay, tons. What I've found is that um, women often are the help meet to the mm-hmm. men yeah. who are farmers. Um, but it's been changing, and in different parts of the country, we have a lot of proud women farmers. Yeah, I myself, we have um, horses on our farm, and I'm a horse midwife during the springtime. Get so. out! Oh yeah, no, My we've gosh. been invited to go down and ride horses. We need no, to do it. I know. Okay, yes, but, uh, but a, a horse midwife. Yes. So you're helping the, the, the deliver. The, 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 yes. Yeah, everything is happening. Yes, Lori's it wanted to do this. Oh no! I, <laughs> I bring your gloves. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I, do animals need midwives? Well, we have a farm that um, has baby racehorses. Oh, so these so are clients' horses. Yes. And so we you don't need... want them just plopping out and onto the ground <laughs> like and breaking a, a fetlock no. or whatever you call <laughs> you it. You got it. That's right. I never knew all these things before either. Yeah. But, um, wow. Yeah, it's that's fun. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and before that, that I lived on a cul-de-sac, so who knew? Yeah, oh, Amy. Is that fun? It's, it's so nice super to meet fun. you. I know mm-hmm. you've known yeah. Julia, but... Nice to meet yeah. you. And, and we've got three books to give away? Yes. We sure do. Um, 651-641-1071. The book is The Witness Tree, amypendino.com. It is an excellent, excellent read. Thank you. And mm-hmm. I love that you'll do book clubs. No, thanks well, so Well, Amy, much. we're going to be hearing more from you, we're sure of it. Yeah. Thanks. I know. Thanks, thanks so much for being on our show. What do we got next, Laura? Oh, uh, we are, it, you oh. know, it's a chef's surprise and maybe a car crash. Okay.
to gain like five pounds before Friday night. Yeah, won't it be great? Yeah, that'll be yeah. great. And then my clothes won't fit, and that'll give me that much oh, more stress. Boy. That'll be a blast. I brought um, spanks and then one of those tops that I don't think either one of us could get in or out of, but I brought it just in case for comfort. How are we going to get in and out of we it? We won't be able, but we just know we'll be there, and then we'll just go oh, find if we have a roll. Tops. If we have a roll, oh. we'll be okay with it, because neither one of us would be able to get in or out of any kind of a, with our two injuries we're dealing with. It does hurt to take on and off tight clothes when you're injured. Yes, when, you're, when, you're, when your shoulder or uh, your, elbow. your elbow hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I thought Casey was going to have to help me out of my sport bra top today after my class. Where I was literally the one arm bandit. Everything I did. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It was just one arm. That's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. But it's worse being stuck in that thing where you think, holy, I've taken a scissors. I know. I've taken a scissors to the bras. All right. <laughs> okay. It, it really has been something. All right. I hate to go back to the car crash subject that we said we weren't uh, going to talk about. But, Julia, we just, okay, let's start light with Khloe Kardashian. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, she decided to share um, as a Dear Diary Instagram story on Tuesday, RIP to all the hours of sleep I've lost to overthinking. Um, you can go to the gym, you can drink your water, take your vitamins, but you don't. if you don't deal with bleep going on in your heart and head, you're still going to be unhealthy. See, she knows that Tristan wants out, that he's he's doing what they call the can opener affair. Oh, this will be good. Okay, now okay. this one I'm going to file <laughs> under Lori's BS no, chapter two. No, no, I know what I'm talking really? about because people have affairs for basically two reasons. They want to break up. They don't know how, so they cheat, hoping, knowing when they get caught, that'll be the end of it. Women do can opener affairs more often, but Tristan is doing it in this case because he's 26 years old. The other kind of affair is you're looking for emotional, the emotional something that you're not getting in your relationship. Okay. Those are more... Okay, so we're calling it the can opener. The can opener. You're just opening a can of worms, so you, you hope you get busted and you'll get fired oh, from your relationship. Okay. Okay. I see. Uh, Not I, to I'm be a, confused with the can cannibal. What's the one? Can cannibal. Yeah. Cannibal. No, there's a can okay. opener affair. I'm very familiar with this one. I've done this one practically every time I've broken up with somebody. <laughs> no, I'm telling you the truth. So Tristan is doing that, and she knows it. And there she is stuck in Cleveland by her choice by and her believing choice. him. So anyway, Chloe, don't be a doormat. Go away. From him and realize you've got your little true. There's other men out there for you who will be true. It's just the wrong. That's what he's going to keep doing is screwing around on you. And and, and that's the way that's the way he's the having a can opener affair. And then he'll lightly lie to your face <laughs> and say it's not true. But it is. Oh, gosh. And she knows it in her heart. It's keeping her up at night. Anyway. Got it. 
Okay, so then mm-hmm. Keenan Thompson was on um, uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers last night. And of course, Seth Meyers... And he's from SNL. SNL. He's absolutely hysterical. Yeah, and he's got a show called, I think, Larry, that if it gets picked up by network TV for the season, mm-hmm. he's going to be out at SNL. He's been there for 15 years, and he's very good. I oh, love him on the show. I love him on the show. Yeah. Anyway, he's got the best facial expressions. He does. And actually, this past Saturday kicked off his 16th season being oh. a cast member on that. Wow. So he was asked about Seth Meyers, about Kanye West's closing and his pro-Trump comments and the mega hat and saying he'd been bullied backstage. And, and there we go. Yeah. Everyone captive. Well, here's what he said. Okay. Here's what uh, Keenan said. He voiced his opinion very loudly for a long time. We're all entitled to our opinion, but you know, I don't know if that's the moment to hold peace, people hostage like that. You After know. they've worked all week long, yes. they finally do the show. And then if one of us goes off on our speech, on because Donnie's been preparing his speech to say after a right. comedy show, right. we would absolutely lose it. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, he said, he said, I just got to watch the circus unfold. As Wes brought the cast on stage after the performance, and he said he was happy he stayed backstage. He said as soon as he said, hey, everybody, come up on stage, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, there goes the cheese in the mousetrap. It's going down. (laughs) I felt so bad for those guys because Adam Driver was out there because it's hard to stand there and not be able to say anything while he's holding you hostage and he's going... Uh, you just standing there and take it. So he he said, he said, listen, we're 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 fair. We're in a service business. We try to cater to the host, make sure they have a good show and whatnot. And then when musical guests come in and they're a little bit crazy, maybe they're a little bit crazy. That's just what it is. Yeah. That's what yep. it is. And I guess they had an SNL. There's an intern that every ten minutes. Um, would come out of the studio where Kanye was practicing with Little Pump in their, you know, respective Perrier and Fuji bottle waters. Uh, Costumes. With, with sticky notes and a credit card to go get stuff. <laughs> oh, for crying <laughs> Great out. Great job. They wow. got uh, Luke's Lobster, Jimmy John's, Licoriteria, whatever John. that is. Uh, yeah, just blah, blah, blah. And miscellaneous brown bags. Uh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. But anyway, Play the sounder. Yeah, and then this <laughs> that went on so long. Yeah, it did. It did. I, it, okay, did how it. about this? Okay, so you know she's there's this new podcast. Ashley Graham, you know she yeah, is. Yeah, and she's got a, a podcast called Pretty Good Big Deal, and Kim Kardashian was on her first podcast, so they must be buddies, right? And she shared um, this story. She said a brand offered me a million dollars to do a post on some of their clothing. Right. And they typically, I don't want to say who the brand is, but they typically knock off Yeezy. Okay. Who would that be? Adidas? They no, knock no, off Yeezy. He, his shoes. He's, he's, he's partnership. He, okay. He's partners yeah, with Yeezy. People have, are signing the petition for okay. Adidas to get away from him. Okay. And he's like, no, babe, I don't want you to do that. And she's like, yeah, but it's a lot of money. Right. And then Mother's Day was the next week and she got flowers in an envelope. It's not the flowers in them, but both those yeah. two things. I open the envelope. It's a million dollar check from my husband and a note saying, thank you for supporting me and not posting. And then in the rest of the envelope, it was a contract to be an owner of Yeezy and my percentage. 
Well, that's one way to get your wife to do what you want. Oh, buy her out. Well, a million dollars and a contract for the percentage of the crap that you make her wear. It's yeah. about time. Time, I know. They and must so have now a prenup. We, so now so that must speak to the prenup because... Now we know why she's always wearing these horrible Yeezy outfits and everything. She owns part of it. And it, now it makes at least a little bit more business sense. She's probably socking away the money for when... the Like, here's what she's going to do. She's going to wait and see if... Kanye really moves to Chicago. Then he won't have to have a can opener affair because she's too busy with three kids and maybe having a surrogate have the fourth. And she'll just have a long distance marriage and then she'll be able to deal with Kanye. He's not going to move, Lori. I'm just saying he goes away for long periods of time and she encourages it. And I can see why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. Ditto. Yeah. Kanye is the kind of person that one would could have an affair, either can opener or the emotional roller coaster, looking for love because you can't get anything from the person you're with. He's going to be susceptible to both kinds. I feel like there's a new kind called <laughs> get me the hell away from my husband, but I can't break up with him. It has to be his idea. Help. Yeah. That's that's the kind she's going to have. Yeah, the can opener yeah. affair. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm glad we could figure that out for everybody. We will see you on the other side of the hour.